Now, I don't know about you, Matt, but I feel like, as a podcast, we are failing our quotient for talking about cock and balls. Yeah, you know, every episode it's on the agenda, but we just don't make it that far. (laughs) Well, I am here today to rectify this. Please proceed. Did you know that Willem Dafoe once used a stunt penis because his was too big? You know what? I might actually have heard that before. (laughs) (laughs) So it's completely random come up in my feed the other day. I was like, what the hell is this? Apparently, supposedly on the Lance von Trier film uh, Antichrist, I don't know if you've ever seen it, um, apparently they got a guy as a standing dick. And they went, well, what do you mean? He said, well, we had to have a standing because Will's was too big. And they went, what? to fit on the screen to which he replied no it was too big because everybody got very confused when they saw it I, I imagine it's one of those things so like okay Mr Defoe you ready for your take and he takes off his dressing gown and they go oh my god what the hell is that thing <laughs> and on that note it's like... to side order that extra little bit of seconds that you always crave now featuring cock and balls I am Matt hey. and of course with me is the main man Dave, say something insightful, Dave, to make up for that start. I'm very sweaty. Excellent. Yep. Uh, as you can possibly tell, and by dating this recording, we're now gearing up towards our third little heatwave of the year, which will be sensational. So it's been a little while since we've recorded, and to explain myself and ourselves, because you and I are basically the same person. I decided to have a little bout of COVID, so I was kind of out of action for two weeks, and I'm only really now kind of got my voice back and could yeah. feel bothered enough to actually sit in a really warm room to do a recording. So, uh, and, here, here and we more are. importantly, more importantly, I've been all over this week. <laughs> I, 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 um, I took a visit to uh, Mr. Roxmore's hometown and did a recording which is now obviously out on the podcast feed if you haven't heard it you should definitely go listen to it yeah i spent a couple of days up there and it's just kind of wiped me out to be honest and trying to get everything back on track as well so yeah to be fair yeah well you did decide to take seven trains taking more or less two days to get there rather than just drive on a motorcycle for a for a few hours but yeah that's that's fine yeah right (laughs) shall we move straight into my first agenda item which is talking about movie films that we may or may not have watched last month so i can't really remember much of what i watched last month movie wise however i can say that i saw four four starring four okay i did not get round to seeing that because again i've been all over this week and i've not had a i've not had a chance to see it yet and work's been absolutely nightmare. Yeah, how is it? I hear um, lots and lots of mixed things. It gave me COVID. That's a resounding triumph, then. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to let that statement hang there. This was the venture out into the real world that caused me to be infected. Because some fecker sat behind me the entire screen coughing. Uh, yeah. Disgusting. So, in terms of the movie film yeah a bit disappointed it had some good moments but overwhelmingly the negative moments outweigh it and I kind of feel that Taika Waititi is good at what he does but they've gone they've pushed too far into that kind of realm of peculiarity this time whereas it needed pulling back a little bit more needed to be a little bit more structured and a little bit more serious in places because you always get big tonal whiplashes you've got Christian Bale on the screen showing where is it (laughs) Um, and punching Bane in the face and then you've got four like being a silly billy and uh, generally just goofing around on the screen and then you're back to Christian Bale who looks like he should be like filming Macbeth or something on on Broadway um (laughs) full-on serious 
acting and some of the things he does are quite is quite sinister and you're like yeah I'm 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 down for that and then Q to four um doing things that I won't spoil for you um re the film little bit all over the place for me um don't get me wrong I watched it I enjoyed it I went yep but for me Ragnarok is still uh, my preferred for solo outing and my preferred appearance of him overall is in Infinity War yeah um Love and Thunder I would probably say mm, I would say so Ragnarok then the original four then I'd probably go Love and Thunder and then I'd go to Dark World oh my hmm I don't know. I might put them on level peggings, but for different reasons. Okay. The more I, th okay. the more I think about this film, the more I go, yeah, I, what happened? Um, but that, much like a lot of the critics and other fans, have been saying genuinely with this phase of films, it does kind of feel that they're just kind of floating and this is their experimental stage before they go, right, Kang time. Yeah, I was going to say, because we've now had the announcement at Comic-Con, I think it was either last weekend or the week before, uh, for Phase 5 uh, and Phase 6, and the two big Kappa films are Avengers Kang Dynasty, which they've brought the director of Shang-Chi on board. I cannot remember their name. Uh, Destin something or other I can't remember my do apologies you reckon, do you reckon Kang's dynasty is going to be a bit longer than an age of Ultron because Ultron's age 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 was maybe 72 hours like so Kang's uh, dynasty is that going to be a little bit longer than 72 hours I would hope so yeah but it's interesting because last time they where they did Infinity War and Endgame it was one set of directors this time they're using two different sets of directors so that's going to be quite interesting to see how they they do okay. that hopefully they so, they give them a, like a a story outline and they don't do a star wars so i'll, I'll reserve judgment but obviously hmm. the big takeaway from the marvel movie announcements blade next year <laughs> yeah yeah obviously um more importantly uh d23 is uh time of recording next month and the new Blade starts filming in October so there's a very good chance at D23 in September we're going to get a full cast announcement for Blade um, well as long as it's got uh, Blade in it I kind of don't mind um, yeah I, I'm, I'm all for Blade I, I'm hoping that they, they do it justice mind you it can't be any worse than uh, Camp Dracula so hmm we shall see. Um, did, yeah. So, so um, I can't think of any other movies I've watched this month. Oh no, yes I can. I rewatched really Lethal Weapon, Lethal Weapon Three, just because I needed some shooting to help me get over COVID. Um, the third one. Why the third one? Why not the first one or the second one? Because this year I've already watched the first one and the second one. I'm kind of rewatching the, the series of films but I'm taking extensive breaks in between them uh, just because as each film is set a good few years after the other I thought I need a good break between them so I can delve into them and take them for what they are without comparing them to one another necessarily okay okay no mm. fair so um, did you watch any movie films on Duva um. or Flicks of Necks I'm, I'm going to be honest with you because of work and because of everything I've not really had a chance but can we just talk about how Disney just owns everything now because I've I've recently taken out Disney Plus and mm. oh, oh oh my Disney owns my soul I'm suckling from the very teeth that is Disney um, yeah. because they have everything so last night we were flicking through. Do you remember the Jim Hen? Uh, not Jim. Yeah, the Henson Company's Dinosaurs TV series. Yes, I do. I believe earlier in the month, before you joined Disney Plus, I sent you a, a little video screen cap 
But I do remember yeah. it because it was basically uh, Roseanne. Yeah. 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 So I watched maybe one or two of those last night. I've been watching the Monsters Inc. TV series, uh, Monsters at Work. Oh, you did. Which is a. Th- no, it's a follow on from the film, and actually it's not bad. It's not great, and it's not rubbish. It's definitely better than Monsters University. Yeah, okay. um, I'm having fun with it. Much, was it? No, nah, I'm having fun with it. It's it's not bad, actually. It's quite good. Um, the other thing as well, major thing that I need to talk about, is I watched the new Chippendale last night. <laughs> yeah, you uh, sent me a message and I just sat there shaking my head going, oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. Well, I had to watch it because I needed to see whether they did the theme tune or not. And, and, and my dear listener... They did the theme tune. Rescue Rangers, yeah. Um, I'll pretty much echo my sentiments that I think I put in my review on Twitter last night. It's weird because they've recast Chip and Dale with the two guys from the Lonely Island. I don't know what the Lonely Island is. Apparently it's a thing. Okay. Take a word for it. But they've kept Tress McNeil, who plays Gadget. And I was like, right, why? Obviously it's stunt casting, but why have you kept Tress McNeil doing Gadget if you're going to get rid of like the main two and... I don't know, it's, it's weird. Know, may, maybe there's a scandal there that we don't know about. Well, I don't know, because they've even got original voice actors of, like... Uh, what was the name of the cat? Fat Cat. They've got the original actor Bat who played Fat Cat and uh, a couple of other various cameos in the film that I'm not going to say too much about, because spoilers. Hmm. But, um... I mean, I had a fun time with it. It's clearly not aimed towards me. It's, well, you could argue it is, to be fair. It's it's aiming at kids, but then also it's aiming at people who watched the, the original TV show in, like, the late the late 80s, early 90s. I, I had fun with it. The two main two voice actors, though, strangely cast. And Seth Rogen is Seth Rogen. And he does the laugh, because, of course, um, he does. He does yeah, the well, laugh everything's in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not a very good Seth Rogen, but yeah. And the other thing I watched as well on Disney Plus, of note, mm-hmm. so I watched the Modoc Marvel TV series that was on Hulu. Okay, yep. Um, one series, it's oh, it's fucking weird. <laughs> It's really, really good. I enjoyed it. So they kind of go for like the family dynamic kind of family sitcom thing. It's basically about Modoc, the modified organism designed only for killing. Well done. Who has a wife and two children. Because of course he does. Is there a sitcom? Um, yeah, kind of. He gets um, aim taken away from him because he gets bought out by another company called Grumble. And they're, they're, they're definitely not Apple. Or, or Amazon or anyone like that definitely not okay. and it's right. the whole series is about him trying to get back like his company and winning back his wife and his children and stuff really enjoyed it it's quite funny in places quite heartfelt annoyed the shit out of me because it ends on a cliffhanger and it got cancelled after one series oh yes it did indeed it did because it's a Hulu show and it's and it's Marvel, and you know you can't have too many Marvel properties spread out across the place. Not when there's an MCU involved. Mm. Because I really want to watch Hit Monkey, which is a Hulu show as well. That's our animated cartoon uh, based off of the character from Deadpool. But um, yeah, I don't know if that's gonna. Uh, it's future is still up in the air at the moment. But I know there was going to be four series, wasn't there originally? that were all going to cross over in one big special because it was going to be Hitmonkey, Modoc, Howard the Duck, which I think Kevin Smith was going to do, but that got cancelled before it went off the air. Went on air, sorry. And there was another one, which might have been Tigra and Dazzler or someone, and they were going to all team up. And yeah. yeah I would assume 
they're all cancelled because they'll all just be under the Disney label now rather than the Hulu label Basically. I imagine that's probably the, the driving factor there Basically. Mm. Well, I'm now going to pose you a question as we transition into our next talking point. Okay. Do you reckon Autobots ever need a tyre change? And would that be like going to the dentist for them? Depends how much they use their transformed vehicle state, I guess. Do you think they need an oil change every now and again? Yeah, possibly. Do they yeah, do, do they use curious. fuel? Because do they use fuel when they're in their human transformed state? No, because they're powered by um, energon, aren't they? Yes, they are. Thinking, aren't they? Yeah, of course they are. Tires gonna have wear and tear on them. And I'm thinking, is that just like going to the dentist where they literally yank out a tooth that's the equivalent of them ripping a tire off and putting a new one on? Oh God. That's dark. Yeah. I, I just, <laughs> I just, I just thought I'd float that idea for you to ponder. Um, as we move into our next bit, which is we talk about TV shows that we may or may not have watched. So, so I watched a lot of TV. I rewatched a lot of stuff, and I binged a lot of stuff, and I kind of only have three things to discuss. Good lord, that that's were, that's not a lot for you for TV. Uh, well, I I watched considerably more than that, but in terms of talky points, because um, we got to keep this episode nice and tight because it's warm, and and I don't think I can do much more than sort of a traditional amount of time. So, just want to keep it rolling. Got to keep it rolling. No, 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 no. There's no limit. Um. So one of the shows I watched, Amazon Prime, is cop drama, thriller, super good, gritty cop show called Bosch and that Bosch. is based Bosch and that is based upon the Michael Conley novel Famous Drill I'm not going to respond to that based, based <laughs> upon the Michael Conley uh, novels featuring a detective of the same name um, just really enjoying watching a cop show where the cop kind of doesn't give a shit and is always in trouble but it's a cop show where it's not um, formulaic they don't. You don't start an episode and go. Ah, oh, yeah. By the ten minute mark, they would have done this. By the twenty minute mark, they would have done that. Um, it's like season long story arcs with multiple investigations, and that weaved in. And every episode's a bit different, and you don't always get a. You don't always get like a cliffhanger or anything. It's just really good, and um, sort of one of the main character traits is that the main is the uh, detectives really into jazz music and stuff and he's a sort of an old school cop and the TV show has an absolutely awesome uh, intro theme that I just find ever so catchy which I will now splice in for those listening at home Wasn't that catchy? Yes, yes it was. Yes, yes it was. Hmm. I also started watching, to which I binged two and a half seasons worth, of uh, Seth MacFarlane's The Orville. Oh, okay. I've heard a little bit about this. Um, it's his version of Star Trek. Am yeah. I right thinking? Yeah, and um, it's good. It sort of starts a little bit more on the humour side, um, and as it progresses, it kind of the humour goes so much on the back burner. It's almost like watching what I'm gonna call next generation era Star Trek, 
um, with just a more accurate sort of human interactions of and sort of sarky comments every so often and things like that. So like that the lead the lead um, uh, driver pilot navigator person of the the spaceship's bit of an alcoholic and very reckless. Um, but he's kind of cool every so often he'll just throw out a sarky comment um, but he had a really heartfelt story arc where um, he he fell backwards through time and ended up on earth you know sci-fi stuff happens and um, the Orville takes 10 years to actually find him by which time he's settled down on earth and he's had a family and he's got children and they're like you can't fuck the timeline we've got to pull you out of this timeline he's like no my family my kids you can't pull me out this ten timeline i waited 10 years for you guys you can all fuck off out of it um and i was like thinking fuck this was a comedy show six episodes ago and this yeah. is full on going into like um ethical and philosophical questions and that um and sort of like, like wow like was, good sci-fi should do to be honest if, yeah. if sci-fi if your sci-fi isn't doing that it's not a good sci-fi show like so you, in terms of your crew you've got your traditional mix of of humans you've got your android that's studying humanity you've got some odd aliens who who do peculiar things uh like eat glass and chew on cigarettes and stuff um, but it's really just a really good show um, it's got sort of an equivalent of the Borg in terms of uh, an overarching threat um, yeah just overall really liked it so the first two seasons are 45 minutes an episode the third season okay. sort of the last that all the episodes are an hour long and the last couple of episodes have been an hour and a half long they're, they're progressively getting longer uh, building up to the season finale and you can tell that the uh, producers and the channel are really behind the show because the production value increases like season upon season and you're like yeah this is good shit that's really cool the way it does sound a lot like um star trek the next generation though to be fair the way you were talking about it it does sound oh very similar yeah. obvious influences there you're getting like full on classic Star Trek vibes and it is um really good. Um just I kind of don't know what to say about it other than it's not family guy on a spaceship. That there's that more to it. My, yeah. It, there's more to it than that. There's in fact there's a hell of a lot more to it. Mm. Um but it's like, on Disney if Plus, you, so I might you, give it a shout. Because even when you talk about, uh, well, I talked about the the lead pilot, and we talk about humour. He he's trying to teach uh, the android, so the data equivalent, of uh, how to play practical jokes. So like they stick um, false and googly eyes on on the android, and he's not aware, sort of thing. <laughs> and uh, the next day, the the pilot wakes up and his legs missing, <laughs> and he and he hops all the way to the. <laughs> He hops all the way to bridge to go. Um, he shouts the android's name. He shouts, "You fucker! You cut off my leg! What the fuck's my leg? What on earth are you doing?" And the, the android just turns to him and goes, "Ha ha ha! This is a practical joke." <laughs> and you just got like <laughs> Seth MacFarlane, the 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 captain, just sort of sitting there going, "Why did you cut off his leg?" And he's like, "Well, I've performed a practical joke. I've taken something of the pilots." Um, and now he's got to go find it <laughs> and he cuts to him a bit later <laughs> hopping around where he's found like his leg and he's carrying it around his shoulders going to, to sickbay to, to grow a new leg essentially um, <laughs> it, it, you know so he's got like funny moments like that but every, but those are like spliced into really serious like episodes and that so it's quite good I think that's probably on Disney Plus or joining Disney Plus soon based on some news articles it is on the I blues. saw. So I, I would heavily blues, yeah. and highly encourage viewing of that if you like a bit of sci-fi. I do, and it doesn't sound too heavy, so that's probably well, just right for me. Plus, every episode it's nice to go spot the cameo. A lot of the cameos are people that play the admirals. 
Um, so to give you an example, you've got Grey from uh, Legends of Tomorrow. You know the actor that played Grey? Yeah. One half of Firestorm. Yes, uh, I know he who played, about. Yeah. He plays an admiral in a few episodes. I believe Kelly Hugh makes a cameo appearance as well. Uh, but the kind of reoccurring cameos, which is quite nice. Um, so yeah, no, on, honestly, give it a go. You won't be disappointed if if you're into sci-fi. Hmm, cool. Now, okay. The the last thing I watched, and I'm bringing it up because I didn't really enjoy it, was Ms. Marvel. Okay. Yeah, I haven't seen that yet. It's on my list. Like my. I didn't like it, but I'm very aware that I'm not the target demographic for it. It was very um, Saved by the Bell kind of teen angst, and I'm just far too old for that. It's very multicultural. That's fine. That doesn't bother me because I was watching it going, oh, that language. I know words from that language. That's that's interesting. Um, But overall, the show was a bit like fuck this is rubbish come on do something are we going to do something alright oh, we've got the superpowers now are you going to do something no and I'm like this is a lass that's been idolising Carol Danvers and then everything she did after that was just really underwhelming I, the best episode of the show I think was episode 4 and it's only a 6 episode season why is it always episode 4 with this Disney Plus stuff it's every single time it's episode 4 it's because they pad it and if it was a movie this would be the 30 minute mark sort of thing Um, it's episode 4 where they travel to Pakistan I believe oh okay Um, I may or may not have mistaken the country um, because it was several (laughs) weeks ago and I was heavily covid uh, at the time yeah. Um, but yeah the best episode was Pakistan because I was like oh tourist show holiday show kind of thing <laughs> uh, you do like your holiday shows don't you yeah. to be fair you do like those you know and I, and I found that that fascinating and far more interesting than any than any of the uh, the the blah blah um, I didn't <laughs> like how Miss Marvel gets her powers in this um mystical bangle as the trailer reveals which they completely underwrite in the last five minutes of the last episode in the laziest honestly yeah it was the laziest way and it's like oh actually the bangle didn't give you powers it activates some dormant genes it looks like you've got some kind of mutation and then they literally they they literally play the X-Men 90s cartoon with and I'm like Wait, I've seen so the clip you, online. Yeah. So your big build-up in the MCU of introducing mutants, or your soft launch of it in in on TV, uh, without any multiversal stuff, is to go. You're a mutant, Harry. You're a wizard, Harry. And then play the <laughs> '90s cartoon riff, even though Miss Marvel is not an X-Men. As far as I'm, well, at least as far as I'm aware, from from the most popular thing. No, it's in in, um, in the book. She, she, she was, was an a, inhuman, but she was an inhuman. I'm like, fine, it's okay to call her a mutant, but just to 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 reveal it by going, oh yeah, so I looked at your genome and you've got mutations. I'm like, that is the laziest slapdash way to go. Right, we need mutants. Uh, shall we just say that she's a mutant? We'll literally just have a nerdy schoolboy say you're a mutant, Harry. Um, yeah, let's do I'm that. A what? I'm a mutant. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, quite literally, he might as well have been Hagrid. <laughs> no, just Harry. <laughs> You're yeah. a wizard. Yeah, and I was just like, "Wow, that's fucking weak as anything." That's so disappointing. Because I would have rather, and hear me out here. I would have rather she'd either been kidnapped or had some right. testing done on her as part of like school screening kind of stuff and it all be done by um, who's it? The Essex Corporation. Trust. Yeah, either the Essex Corporation or who is it the Trask works for? What, 
the Trask Industries. Yeah, you know, where they build the Sentinels to... Yeah, Trask Industries. But it's yeah. all part of, like, a government initiative, and I w- would have rather that yeah. she'd been screened as part of a government initiative and just have some uh, um, CDE scientists saying, oh, yeah, we've got another one here, sort of sort of dealio. I would have rather they just okay. linked in like that to go, there you go. We can literally now just have them working on some kind of containment or or weaponized threat so then when we do introduce the X-Men it's because they're fighting Sentinels or some early prototype variant. I would have done a soft launch that way personally. Or or I wouldn't have bothered with any of the mutant stuff and I I would have had some actual um, consequence or fucking story. (laughs) I'd rather that we would have just had one come out of Portal and go, you're a wizard, Harry. Um, and then and go, yep, yeah, you've got a mystical space bangle jobby thingy bobby. I've got a guy over here who's got space rings. Uh, you know, I'm going to bring you all together, and we're going to and we're going to open up an intergalactic jewelry store. That would have been equally it's as an entertaining story. Some kind of intergalactic kegger. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Okay, so that's another series that I'm probably really going to enjoy. Probably, yeah. <laughs> probably, because like, he... I haven't watched Moon Knight yet, and I'm looking forward to that, and I'm probably going to really enjoy that as well. That, so. one's, that one's got redeeming qualities. This one, I, I kind of felt, it's fine. It's done all the background for the characters so that when she appears in the Marvel's film, you don't yeah. have to bother doing an elaborate backstory kind of thing so we don't have an origin film but I was kind of like this is this is bad it didn't even have any great like if you want to talk about high school or like a kid film didn't even have any like John Hughes vibes had had literally nothing going for it from, from my perspective mm, okay um, interesting yeah, I was just like um, wow this yeah. is shit even even like there's a school bully who wasn't really a bully who appeared in like the first and the last episode and I'm like hey it's that character I don't remember um just <laughs> Jesus like, yeah that's that not was, good that was a long I was gonna say six hours but I think some of the episodes may even have been half hour but they felt a damn sight longer before we transition into our next topic I'm going to send you a thing uh oh and I would just like you to watch it, take it on board. I can. I'm going to splice in the audience, or I'll splice some audio in for the audience rather than just splice the audience. It's probably Please cleaner don't that. The audience. It's probably cleaner that way. Um, so I just want yeah. you to to watch this thing that's now in the chat, and I just kind of want your impressions of it. You'll need audio. The Black King had been quite object, and over to the white side had gone all his subjects. <laughs> Before leaving, a black bishop gave him a warning, told him his wrath would be his undoing. But the king knew his undoing had already begun. Indeed, all he had left was his royal shotgun. Ah, but the shotgun king's reign is still holy, and in his dark folly, no need to pry. Bits of white pieces will fly. What we what we have there is a is a, um uh, a chessboard piece that's really hard boiled, very gritty. Kind of uh, at the end of his tether with a shotgun taking out the opposition. Uh, I mean, Did chess just went up a level. I mean, sure. Chess um, just got real. Uh, right, okay. I mean, if you can, you do. I've always thought that chess needed an upgrade, but apparently shotgun's the way to do it. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I kind of just just saw that and I thought, I know you would appreciate how fucking peculiar that is. And that Me? Yeah. yeah. That's, thanks for that. That's um very peculiar. Yeah, I just thought I'd uh, just put that out there. So, so uh, video games. So, I I played a few video games. 
I, I returned to the hospital of two point, cleared another three levels. Um, right. Which equates to probably about another ten hours put into that. So I'm well over a hundred hours stars? invested. Hmm? Well, yeah, yeah. Five definitely. stars. Well, you have to, don't yeah. you? Um, Apparently so. Oh uh, no, it's out of three stars. Sorry, it's, the, the levels are out of three stars. Well, you're that good. You got five stars. Yeah, exactly. I was like, bosh. Um, so that was quite fun. Um, and then I had some COVID, and everything just went really downhill. So I stopped playing Final Fantasy VII because I think that would just give you fever dreams based on how repetitive the world map and certain elements would be. And I thought, no, I'm not, I'm not doing that with my COVID. Um, so what I actually did was play a little bit of Bully. Do you remember Bully? Take a look at what you could have won. Yeah, so I was playing Canis Canine Edit. Uh, oh, that bully. Yeah, the, the okay. PS2 yeah. bully. And Foley okay. enjoying just being a reprobate in a school. Um, what brought that on? Just, just sort of, I've always had that inkling of going, I should play that. That's a Rockstar game on a small map. Where you can actually do things without spending twenty five minutes commuting across a fucking map and then dying, because in this one you don't die because you're just using a slingshot and stink bombs and firecrackers and marbles. You get detention, right? You get detention. Yeah. Um, which involves mowing the lawn. That's true. Um, so no, I just kind of enjoying that. Just, just a really retro odd peculiar sort of thing but really the thing that you and I want to talk about that the game we played this month which was like eight I was going to say old, funnily enough you say speaking of retro <laughs> was um it was something to do with some heroes in a half shell go ninja go ninja go go ninja go ninja go yeah we've we've played the new um turtles game shredder's revenge is it called it is indeed Shredder's Revenge because he tries Holy to crap. take some revenge. Um, so Holy crap! I, ha- <laughs> I, I I brought that pretty much at launch, and I was like, "You've got to play this." And you're like, "Oh no, it costs money, and I don't want to spend money because money, and I could be buying movie films with that." And I and I played it uh, through on Sofa Co-op part way because I couldn't clear level three because I suck. Um, and I'm like, no, this is great. And then, then eventually, you brought it like two, two or three days later, which was an eternity of waiting. Um, <laughs> it is really then, good COVID. And then I'm pretty sure. Well, this was pre-COVID, wasn't it? Or post-COVID? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It, 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 at very least, my my faculties were clear. I was in the zone. And we would start to finish the fact. Then him like one sitting, and it was glorious. It was. Oh, it's it's so good. We sat there playing it. And I was like, this, this is great. I don't have to shovel in 20p's into a machine for this. This yeah, is I must fantastic. Admit, I was getting flashbacks of that arcade booth that we used to play at that um, holiday resort. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then that, you and I both that. agreed the, um, the enemies with the whips were so much easier to take out. The little robots that run around than that. I remember them being angry yeah. juicing as like a 10 year old. Oh, uh, they are on this because I think what they've done is they've taken the base game of the arcade game from the mm-hmm. 80s and they've put quality of life things on it, even though they're completely different studios and stuff. Because I think uh, the original arcade game's by Konami, isn't it? Yeah, it's by Konami. So I think yep. they've taken that and they've gone, right, what worked, what didn't work, what else can we implement? And then they've done that and it's, oh, oh my. Oh, it, oh, it's fun. <laughs> it it was good, like having the bonus challenges per level. If you're playing mm. a story co-op, you can even do it local co-op with two of you, and then still play online with four other people. You can actually have six people playing that game together. Can you really? Oh wow! Yeah. It, it it's nuts. Um, just 
yeah, just so much fun for just tapping a few buttons. And I like how what they I introduced really... uh, leveling up mechanic. The more you yeah. play it, you, the more you HP and, and you unlock access to higher tier moves. I'm like, that's a novel little thing. I still don't know, as one of the challenges is, how the fuck you can beat the game on one credit. Um, but maybe that's just because I'm not very good at arcade 2D games. I need that extra dimension to be good at a game. Good. To be good at a game when it's a 2D side scroll, oh, I just suck. I'm just pressing continue constantly. Well, what I really liked about it was the interstitial bits between the levels. So, kind of the ending level, you get the splash screen of like the the artwork and stuff. Oh yes, yeah, so you get like which is a proper throwback, bursting yeah. out of like the um, channel channel nine. Was it channel nine yeah. or channel six? Yeah, it's channel, channel nine, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, bursting out of like the channel nine, uh, channel nine news headquarters, and it's like, um, yeah, it's done in that style. Uh, how, what did you say? In, interstitial, in uh, yeah, it's, in, uh, it's like it's, it's like, like one image and it gradually just yeah, it's yeah, it's like a splash of an image and it just moves ever so slightly, so you get that kind of animated feel of a, of an arcade booth without actual proper full on mm. animation. But I, oh, I even yeah, really liked all the sprites and that. I was like, "This is glorious!" Oh, the sprites are absolutely gorgeous, aren't they? They they mm. they look like the characters. They feel like the characters when you play as them. Because we went through and we I tried a lot of the characters. Every different turtle feels different. They've got a different move set. All right, you've well, got similar to... sort of moves on some of them, but they play mm. different. Not to mention that you can play as April and Splinter from the get-go. Yes, that's exactly it. So it gives you a nice little bit of... um. You've got replay value there, definitely. Uh, and I have replayed it as well. You have, um, I keep... It's good. It's good. It's very, very good. I keep meaning to go back to it, but again... I've been so busy with everything at the moment, I've just not had a chance. Aside from, you know, live streaming and podcast editing and, you know, work and things like that. I'm going to go back to it, though. Uh, I'm, I'm really hoping for some DLC as well. I'm hoping oh, for them to yeah. continue just building upon it and doing things. Um, I'm really mm. hoping for that because really enjoyed that. Um, Do you know what? It's like... It's like a fan game but it's kind of how how do I put it it's like all these fan games that they've been making they've kind of been dreaming of going oh imagine if they did this imagine if they did that and it's like they've actually listened and they've actually put it out and you're like holy shit this actually can work as a proper commercial title because I was reading it sold like stupid stupid amounts in the first three days alone because it's that good and obviously the nostalgia for uh, turtles and obviously the because I think it's an anniversary possibly this year as well. I could be wrong uh, on that. Yeah, because I believe there's a new animated TV series coming out as well, if not already broadcasting. Mm, yeah, there is a new uh, cartoon film I think coming. Not the Seth Rogen one. Fucking Seth Rogen. Um, yeah, it's coming out on Netflix. I think in the next couple of months. I think it is. Yeah, so yeah, I, I'm just tapping into that bit of nostalgia, but then also making a good game. I, again, I, my nearest comparison would kind of be like Sonic Mania. Going, yes. here's something nostalgic for, but also, isn't it fucking great as well? <laughs> yeah, very, very true. Very true. It's very, very good, and you should definitely go out, you should definitely go online and get a copy. Because I've not seen any physical copies yet, which is a shame. Because they should do, they should do a physical copies of that. Yeah, so it's um, we played it on PlayStation, but I can confirm it's on Steam. Um, yeah. No idea about Xbox. Do, do they even I make would games for it's Xbox? On game Pass. I would imagine uh, it's on Game Pass. Yeah, probably. But no, um, next month, honestly, come back and listen to Dave talk about Stray. I'm buying Stray this month at some point. Are you actually so going to buy it? I, about it. I, I, I am going to buy it. Going, been looking at it going, oh, shall I spend money? 
Um, <laughs> and I'm kind of thinking, yes, yes, I should spend money. Well, at least for you, you've got the choice. You can either have it on your really nice high-end PC, or you can mm. have it on your PS4. I've only really got one choice. And for me, it's do I upgrade to PlayStation Plus? Uh, plus, plus, plus. I don't know what the second tier is. Yeah, plus, 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 plus. Three pluses. It's, uh, yeah, to get it for free, or do I just plump and play pay 25 quid for it? And I'm probably going to do that, to be honest. Because I've watched so much, I've watched so much footage of people playing this game. I I have to play it. I honestly think, in terms of PlayStation Triple Plus, um, that there's just not enough on there to warrant that upgrade. Because you think all the good games we've already purchased, you know, they go, oh, you can get God of War on it, oh, you can get Last of Us Two on it, and you're just like, I already, I already have those titles. Like, what are you off actually offering me? Well, here's a retro game version thing of some weird PS2 game you've never heard of. I'm like, well, I don't want that. Like, where, where's, like, the stuff I want to play? Like, say, Wrath of Cortex, for example, on PS2, or just because, why not? Or, or like, where's Metal Gear Solid 2, Sons of Liberty, or uh, Snakey, Snake or... or- yeah. Where, where are like all of those classic PS2 games if you want to lure me in let alone the absence of any decent PS1 games um, like it doesn't even have Resident Evil 2 Classic on there yet Resident Evil 3 Nemesis on there but again like I, I just look at the launch and I go yeah no that's just, just not for me that's they've done this to try and compete with Xbox but Xbox's back catalogue is far more comprehensive yeah, can't can't deny that. Best thing to come out of this new PlayStation Plus launch thing is them putting Resident Evil Director's Cut on there. Me having bought it unknowingly many many years ago on PS3 and it coming up for free on my PS4. Yeah, I was so so I can download that because yeah. you're like it's free on there. And I'm looking, and I'm going, no, it wants me to pay money for it, and I'm not I'm not going to pay money for it because I don't know whether it's the one with the, the honky tonk or whether it's the proper audio one so it's just like yeah no thanks if if you want more interest if you want more details in that go back to the recent evil uh, dual shot director's cut episode on the podcast feed where I kind of talk about the differences yeah you purely talked about the musical differences didn't you I did and that's literally the only difference but yeah I do go into it a little bit yeah. more in that but have, yeah. you, have you actually finished that game yet um, I've played about an hour of it just to see how it works and how it runs on PS4 um, I haven't touched it purely for the fact that I'm thinking about streaming it at some point so I haven't oh, gone you, back to you, it you should totally stream it because you will love the stupid dialogue uh, I do love it. You you will absolutely hate the tank controls because you, you you'll just struggle. I with hate that. the tank controls, um, and you'll just be so bamboozled by some of the puzzle logic or lack thereof. The you thing know, is, but, right? But why don't I just press the switch and move to the next room and do pew pews and then punch a boulder? There's there is a certain room because the camera angles are a bit weird in this one area, and I always kept going back to the wrong way even though thinking I was going a different way I uh, spent okay. about half my time trying to navigate that one corridor trying to go mm. to the right place where I thought I was going there but yeah um, yeah it's one it's a stream I want to do at some point in the distant future in the not so distant future sorry because I'm trying to get back into streaming our internet connection is a little bit stronger now not much better but um, yeah I've managed to do two streams recently so I streamed uh, Crash Bandicoot yeah Crash Bandicoot and Saint Trilogy I streamed a couple of weeks back. Very good fun. I played Crash Bandicoot two for the very first time. Um, I, I, yeah, that's, yeah. I not, tell you what, great. That's that's what I played during COVID. I, I, I blanked right out. I started. Was it me that started Crash two that caused you to start playing it? Because I was yes. like, I've yes, got it was. some gems. <laughs> I've got some gems and crystals and some secret levels and that. And I don't quite know how, but but I've been doing it even though I'm not quite in my right mind. Yeah, never had Crash Two before, so yeah, yeah. So I streamed a bit yeah. of that, and then the other day I tried to stream 
Devil May Cry, the first one. Uh, stream crapped out, unfortunately. But yeah, I'm going to go back to that as well. Although I have played that and finished that within the last year or so. But yeah. That's all really I've been doing this month, to be honest. Because like I say, I've been all over this month. I'm going to keep saying that. And you need to end on the Snoke and Trent song, please. <laughs> and, and yeah, and, and all I've done is I've gone from sort of my living room to my bedroom... Uh, from my computer room to my living room and then occasionally to the kitchen and that literally just been stuck in in my my place of residence as such for an extended period of time no, a, a residence a, a residence of, of evil perhaps I, I truly am the evil resident I knew it <laughs> speaking of that the, that Resident Evil Netflix show has been getting some hate in it um. Yeah, I I kind of noticed. I do want to watch it. I must admit. Do, do you want to hear something funny about that? Uh, please, please, I'd love to hear something funny about it. So I lift share to work with uh, a chap um, that I work with. Hence the lift sharing to work because we both work at the same place. Steady. So now. this is a this is a good start to my anecdote. So every so often on the drive, I go, oh, he tends to watch a lot of shit stuff on Netflix because he's like, to be honest, after work, I just put something corner and just let it wash over me and it could be great or it could be rubbish, but I just see it through. So he's watched some proper dreck on Netflix, uh, probably on par with what you've watched, to be honest. Um, yeah. And he went, so I started watching this TV show that, that Netflix recommended me. And it went, it's got this girl in it and there's these two timelines with it and she's like camping in a forest and then flamethrowers burst out of the ground and flamethrow all these zombies. And I went, wait, are you watching the Resident Evil show? And he went, yeah, that's what it's called. I'm like, oh, fucking oh, hell. Oh, good and, Lord. And I went, this is getting panned on the internet properly hard. Like, how, how are you finding it? And he went, eh, it's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like yeah he's uh, jumping between two timelines of these girls and one of them's a vegan and doesn't like animal cruelty uh, and then it cuts forward to the future as she's murdering rabbits to lure zombies in and then flame throwing them to death or something. I'm sorry what? and then there's the, <laughs> it flashes back to school where she's being bullied by someone and they throw like rabbit guts at her and then someone dresses up as a giant bunny and gets into a fist fight with the bully. What the f And I'm listening what? going, are you pulling my leg here? Like, even I haven't <laughs> heard about those elements. That sounds absolutely like, yeah. amazing. And I said to him, uh, so how many episodes did you watch? And he went, just the one. I went, right. And I'm thinking, fuck, all that happened in one episode. And I said to him, are you going to watch any more? And he went, yeah, I think I want to watch the next episode tonight. So two days later on I next lift shared in with him. I'm like, Ah, oh, so do you keep watching that Resident Evil show? And he's like, Yeah, I'll watch two more episodes. I'm like, Fucking hell, what are you <laughs> doing? Honestly. Oh my. And and apparent apparently he said the bit that made not a lot of sense to him is there's like a rabid zombie dog. So I'm assuming it must be like a Doberman, like from the Resident Evil games itself in a cage yeah. and I'm, a, I'm picturing like from the Miller Djokovic film like maybe a skinless one fully zombified yeah. and these girls release it and I'm going I'm thinking to myself I wonder if that's a catalyst for the apocalypse then releasing a dog from, from this laboratory that's got no skin and is absolutely rabid like is this going to be how how the T-virus breaks out in this TV show and that I'm set to draw right. in with him this week so I no doubt I'll find out <laughs> do you know what that already sounds so much better than Welcome to Raccoon City I thought you might say <laughs> I'm that. not I'm, I'm not gonna lie I'm genuinely curious about the Netflix show I know I'm probably gonna hate the hell out of it but it sounds like I'm gonna have a much better more fun time watching that than what I did with Welcome to Raccoon City when I paid money to see it at the cinema because I did of course yeah, I think I um, went opening. I went opening day because the reviews hadn't come out by that point. That that's the thing is that you were watching the trailers going that looks look that looks good that looks good and I'm like nice no, it's, it's not going to be good. I'm like a big Resident Evil 
video game yeah. channel I'm looking this thing and uh, yeah I'm not I'm not watching well, that the thing is, but I must admit every, every time I scroll up and down Netflix it's like Resident Evil trending and I'm, and I'm like oh, I might just have to watch it this is going to be fucking awful but I might just have to watch it yeah I'm probably going to watch the show to be fair this month and um, when we eventually get around to doing that that thing that we keep talking about yeah you know that that theme month hook and tease hook and tease yeah, so so when you next come over, we, we'll totally do the thing. Because um, I want to do the other thing that we said as part of the thing. And that will be the capper, yeah. And then I've got a few things to go with that thing as well. So I've, there is an assortment of things to happen, and I'm just waiting on you. So tell me, what's, what's, what's coming up? Is something coming up? Is Pink coming up to start the party? <laughs> I've... I've got a couple more video game episodes in the bag that need to be recorded with in you and bag. me on that very, very hot day with the boys that were sweating. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, I'm feeling like that right now, to be honest. <laughs> got those coming up. So I think the last one I put out of those was the Sonic 06 episode. Um, uh, yes, I remember listening to that one whilst being, um, being unwell. That was a fucking doozy, that one, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, that was I'm surprised I didn't great. get any feedback from you about the um, the last clip we used in the ep- I used in the episode. Uh, what was the last clip? <laughs> uh, it was the um, welcome to the Tilted Towers. I'm surprised I didn't get anything off you for that. It's from a um a fan dub online, which I will send you. It's very very funny when you've got an hour and a half to kill. Um, a lot of it no seriously it's like the whole hour and a half in my schedule no it's it's the whole entire story of the Sonic 06 just all cutscenes and stuff and these this group of voice actors and stuff have gone in and they've redubbed it Uh, okay yeah yeah. it's absolutely mad Uh, the guy who plays Eggman Mm. just he should be Eggman in everything he's that good (laughs) because I can't I can't see him now without thinking about Eggman uh, thinking about that bloody voice because he's amazing um, so I will send that to you it's very very funny um, I'm not sure when this is going to go out so it may have come out by now there is a film episode that's going to be very very controversial Great. I'm not sure whether it's going to be out by this point due to its content I, don't um, know. I, may, I gonna... may veto it and have it pulled <laughs> it may get me cancelled I'm not going to lie um, I'm very very nervous oh, about it I'm going to do a couple more takes on the script and then that's going to be coming out very soon it's a without spoiling it too much it's a certain video nasty from the 1970s that is very very notable for the fact it's not on there for violence which has probably given it away uh, but yeah, yeah that's coming yeah. up I do I do yeah I do, I do. so We'll see how that goes because I've watched it and I've I've got opinions. Um, hmm. Aside from that, I don't think there's really a lot else. People might have noticed the lack of music episodes on the feed recently. Just going to address yep. that very quickly. Um, basically, I'm taking a break from them because writing them involves so much effort, and it was making sh- to get an episode out like that was just draining and it wasn't becoming fun so I've dropped them for now if I get an urge to do much like I did with the Now albums I will go back to it but it will be about a much larger musical topic Um, yeah because like I say writing a, a an album review doing the context dump and writing track by track and everything it was just it's a lot of the problem it was just kind of demotivating and if you're not I'll do this for fun and if it's not fun, then why do it, you know? Agreed. But I will go back Agreed. to them eventually. Agreed. Yeah, I will go back to them eventually. So obviously I will be keeping in the intro the, you know, album, music, movies and video games. I will be going back to them, obviously, for those of you who do like the uh, music episodes and such. But um, I'm trying to figure out a way to do it properly. I've also got uh, another guest lined up as well. Another one. I've got another one. Would you believe another it? Another guest I'm not going to meet. This is... No, I'm not meeting... Well, we're talking online with this guest. That's going to be coming up in the next... 
I meant it more such in the way that I'm not trusted to meet actual real people because I can be <laughs> quite I can be quite um, me <laughs> you can have in on this one but if you want to but um, yeah it's going to be a very very interesting chat I'm just trying to work out logistics and questions and such and so on and so forth so that's going to be quite good because I, I like different voices on podcasts it can't always be the same people I like different voices and and genders and dialects and such as well anyway I'm just rambling now so you, uh, you really are I keep I keep trying to like stop you but you're just like no I will carry on no we'll do it live <laughs> but yeah. I think that's basically it oh and maybe covering some of the stuff I picked up in the uh, in the special episode, what did you think of the special episode, by the way, Matt? Because I haven't really uh, heard your opinions on it. Did Did I not give you opinions again? I can't I can't remember if I did or not. I liked um, it. I, I thought I, I so. thought it was. I thought some of the 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 criteria was a little bit interesting in terms of the video game was just as long as it's not FIFA that will kind of do, uh, as best I recall. The music was like just uh, an obscure music album. Yeah, it was the most uh, obscure thing we could find, which I yeah. win. Just, um, <laughs> and then and then it was like the lowest rated. Um, was it the lowest rated? The lowest meta score film. Uh, the lowest rated film. Yeah, the lowest rated film. Yeah, yeah. I do, should have went for the other one, but um, do, yeah, do, yeah. Um, I can't I can't remember what film you picked now beer fest um, that's it I, that actually sounds like that might be good to watch if if that's even possible it it. I watched the trailer for it editing it put it in the episode it looks fucking abysmal yeah it's yeah. one of the worst trailers I've ever seen for a film yeah, again Sam Sandler's alright um, it's not Adam Sandler and it's not alright 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 um. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh. Yeah. I. I like it. I. I think really that the factor that really hampered yours and Rocksmore's opportunity and creativity was that the North only has one charity shop. I know, who right? Have, who would have thought that? Just. Just one for the whole North. I think. And again, for 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 international listeners, when we say charity stop, we basically mean like a a. a Thrift store. I was going to say Greenpeace. Greenpeace. <laughs> what do you want about? I don't mean Greenpeace. I mean um, what's thrift that store. store. No, the actual, the actual most popular one in America. It's um, I, I said Greenpeace. I actually meant Goodwill. Goodwill. Yes, I, knew, I thought yeah. it was good something, but, and I wasn't sure. Yeah, because those stores are huge, aren't they, in America? Mm. Um, those goodwill thrift stores um, which for some reason are associated with Greenpeace so there we are <laughs> but we should and definitely on, do and, it but we and should on that, um, yeah, def- yeah we, we should, should definitely um, do it I th- we should do have, that but we should discount sex CEX I think you need to factor in if we're doing that in the south that we probably need quadruple the budget because it wouldn't Fiverr wouldn't go fucking anywhere down here, would it? Be lucky get changed from a twenty quid note. I say it again, like I said in the episode, I robbed a pizza place of three pizzas and two Pepsi's for under fifteen quid. I say it again. To be honest, I was surprised that you left the thrift store getting like a DVD for thirty five pence. I've never seen them that cheap. Even <laughs> shit ones. I, honestly I could have spent hours in there they had some prime quality hashtag content in there like I pronounce you Chuck and Larry oh I've seen that one yeah I have as well and it's horrendous shit. Yeah, it's really the works. most offensive piece of shit I've ever seen it was um, pretty bad but we should wrap it up um, we should we, we should we should go we should go let's go thrifting we should go thrifting um, and after we've done that, we should head over onto Twitter at Anyone Podcast to keep the conversation going. 
We're also on Facebook. Search for us. You'll find us. And we feel sorry for you for being part of the Please, Empire. Please be the first person to leave a comment on there. I don't yeah. care what it is at this point. Please make the Facebook worthwhile. <laughs> yeah. Even if you're a fucking bot, leave us some bot stuff on Facebook. Like, geez, it's not much to ask, is it? And no. longer considerations and rambles can be sent via email, apparently, to anyone of the seconds at gmail.com. I'm sorry, what was that email? Anyone for seconds at gmail.com. Good, good, that's fine. I just wanted to make sure I heard you correctly. D- did I pronounce it wrong the first time? Shall we do it for I a third know. time? It is still anyone know. for seconds at gmail.com. Yes, it is. It still is. And unlike more modern methods of communication like Twitter or, or um, Instagram, you actually have to use your keyboard and type words. And you open up your email application and you write, Hello, hello, anyone for seconds. I absolutely love your content, and here and here's a check for a million pounds. Um, though, what you need to do is send myself a check for five thousand pounds to help um, prove that your account's real, and then we'll transfer you the a million pounds um, from Pin- Prince Mahaza Waza Wiza Wiza Woo. From but they um, don't they don't do that anymore. They ask for Apple iTunes gift cards and Amazon gift cards. So if you want I to get us those instead. Oh, no, no, they, they, I still get emails from them actually just wanting bank transfer. I've got the traditionals. That I guess they know that I don't do um, any of that modern silliness. Um, so after you've done that and bankrupted yourself, don't forget to leave us a like, rain, review on that podcast platform of choice. It helps us grow the podcast and reach a larger audience. Or a larger audience. Or a larger audience in the larder. Don't forget that Twitch. It's twitch.tv forward slash anyone podcast. There is occasional screams. It's streams at the moment. There's also screams, but there is a check of... Oh my God! There is occasional is there, is there streams, screams on your twitch.tv account. There is occasionally, mainly coming from me, but it seems yeah. to be fortnightly at the moment because of the way the internet is working out and the way things are going with editing. Yeah. So I'm going to try and keep that up at the moment. Like I say, if you're going to do it, I'll add it into the notes so I read it out every time. <laughs> That's why I dropped it off because you weren't doing them anymore. I'm like, well, there's no point fucking saying it if you're not doing them. <laughs> the internet seems better now. It's fine. When I've got that week off in September, I'm going to get it sorted, determined. And I'm not going anywhere in that week in September. So I'm going to get the internet sorted. I'm going to have a go at them. Yeah. And when you're done, don't forget to wake up Green Day. On that yeah, note. Wake up Green Day. Bye. Tie buys. Love you. Boy, kiss, kiss. Boy.